Hi and welcome to episode two of the Sheer Business Inspiration podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be chatting to Wesley Mendy, who's not only the CEO of Prestige Events um, magazine, the Cool Venue Awards 2020 Networking, but he's also the co-founder of Savile Row Masks and one of the founding directors of the Hospitality Titans. Wesley has worked in the hospitality and events industry for almost three decades, and I just can't wait to chat further with him. Hope you enjoy the episode. There's a good range of different professional people here. 25 different brands that have been here, met them all in the space of four hours. So yeah, no, it's been amazing. It saved me about a whole month's worth of meetings. everyone and welcome to episode two of the Sheer Business Inspiration podcast. I'm really excited to have our guest for today's episode, Wesley Mendy. Welcome. Hi Jo. Really great to have you here. Um, just for the audience, can you give us a little bit of your backstory? Um, they may not be aware of where you've been, where you've come from, so just a little bit of information about you know you and your experience today really okay so having grown up um having grown up as a uh, as a boy um in the uh the streets of stepney in east london the east end as more people know more commonly um i cut my teeth in the world of events working for my father um back in the late 80s early 90s on events like uh, nigel ben versus chris eubank nigel ben versus michael watson which were shown live on terrestrial tv wow and that gave me great cutting um, into the industry and um then after um working in that role combined also with some publicist duties for some of the talent that he re that he represented um i then decided to take a break from working in the sports industry sports events industry and i went to work um at a publishers um a big publisher at the time which then uh, led to a role within it in launching um women's health magazine which people are more commonly familiar with on the newsstand to this day it's been running out for 23 years um and my publicist skills um gave me great 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 background and also that tenacity coming from my, my upbringing um so the the launch of that was successful then um, I saw another opportunity to go and work elsewhere. And uh, I ended up at a place um, locally to where I lived in Hampstead at the time. And it was a publication called The Organiser, which was back then a little small itty bitty directory that was maybe about 30, 40 pages. Um, 
and was brought in, um, recruited, along with my current business partner, Dan Bearpark, who many of you know, we've been, you know, working together full-time now for together 10 years. I think this is, yeah, the 10th year. And um, we, we, we just turned a little publication called The Organiser into an absolute monster. Um, event, it went from being one title that had like 40 odd pages um, to having three publications um, that were like 250 pages each. And wow, that's, really, just, that's great growth, isn't it? Solid, and just solid, all they were was just solid advertising in them. There was hardly any editorial, but this was a period that you have to remember was pre-broadband mm. and it was pre-Facebook. So it, some will remember the days of the, uh, the Loot newspaper with the free ads and the Exchange of Mart. And there just genuinely wasn't, the, the, it's a whole new world now. And then uh, I left there and I went back to where, I went back to the same publishing group that I'd launched Women's Health for. Um, they said, come over and do an events and hospitality publication for us. Um, it was prestige events. I went over. Um, um, then after about eight months, the group was in some, you know, some financial trouble um, and they couldn't uh, sustain the investment. So um, I turned around and I said, look, I'm not going to um, go down the road of redundancies or anything else. I've done my apprenticeship. Um, you know, uh, they said, are you sure? It's only two editions in. And I said, yeah, I'm absolutely certain. So I went home, told my wife, she went ballistic and she said what you're buying it with I said credit cards and uh, and that's the God's honest truth I bought it with the credit cards it was just about the the moment was more than an itch I knew I had all of the elements that were required to do the first brave steps it's like walking it's like running it was like riding a bike and you know that you're going to fall initially early stages but um there was just so long as I humbled myself I learned then I'll be absolutely fine. And I took the step. And obviously, Prestige Events Magazine has led on to some incredible experiences um, with the 2020 uh, live events spin-off and the Call Venue Awards live spin-off. And I've been so, so lucky. I'm now, what, 48, coming on to 49. And I, I, I said to someone only at the weekend that... Uh, Though I could have stayed in sports and I could have, you know, maybe have done some significant things, um, you know, I've had such a truly, truly rich life. I really, really have for being in the world of events. Yeah, what? I think that's the thing, isn't it? Events, you know, it, you know, if you if you're passionate about the industry, it can make and shape you. But like you say, that there are ups and downs and you definitely need okay. to have grit and determination don't you and I know yeah. you have that in abundance and what's really lovely is that you but you and Dan you know you support each of you know each other and others you know wholeheartedly this whole period you've been supporting so many people and that's really inspirational you that's that's nice to be giving back and supporting other people um, but that's part of your ethos isn't it that's part of what you know you, you as a business do in a nutshell what I learned from publishing um, was that you write for the benefit of the reader you never write for the benefit of the advertiser and similarly when it comes to events yeah um, like for example if you're, if you're uh, hosting an awards evening forget about the winners yeah they're going to be happy as Larry yeah yeah make sure the losers have a better time than the winners. Yeah. Simple. 
So similarly, in turn, if you're hosting a house party, always make sure that the guests have the best. Yeah. You know, because your, your family, obviously, they all know each other, et cetera, et cetera. They're used to the treatment. They're used, they're familiar. Yeah. You know, they, 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 they're in a comfort zone. You know, whereas where you've got somebody who's uninvited, or not uninvited, well, that'd be awkward, um, but where you've got somebody who is maybe a stranger, they're, they're obviously coming there on edge and everything else. And it's just a simple, it's not an art, it's, a, it's simple basics that sometimes people forget. Yeah, and I think I think this time has definitely made us sort of reinvest that time and understand the whys and wherefores and, and what we yeah. should be doing more of. And um, I know me, for, for a personal fact, I'm trying to get to know all of my connections a little bit more, which is tricky sometimes because you, you obviously want to do the day job, yeah. but equally you want to see how you can serve other people and add value. So, and, you know, it, <laughs> how has the pandemic affected you and your business? And that's a really... Strange question to ask because I know I know what the answer is, but you know, just yeah. for the purpose of, of the audience and, and what they can get okay. from Okay, that is the perfect bridge, what you just said, because <laughs> what you were saying before about getting around to people, yeah, and then on to so how's the ping to pandemic affected you? Um da 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 da. I started when we announced our upcoming the, you know 2020 and our speed networking events, um recommencing in, in May. Yeah. Um, I had started to call him around a few clients and because they've all been on furlough some of them haven't been taking your calls no matter despite the fact that since the week after lockdown was announced we made a, a, a promise to call everybody as much as we can you yeah. know and you know support them editorially but I couldn't get through to a, quite a number of them because they're all on holiday <laughs> it's a joke a bad joke <laughs> <laughs> yeah they went to a place called Furlough. And, uh, <laughs> um, and the fella said to me, you usually call me at between four and five. Yep. Every week, one day of the week, it's guaranteed between four and five. I, I, as soon as I call, I know it's you. He said, it's your ring. And he said, why is that? And I just said, I just get around to calling you at that time. I said, but don't worry. I said, for the next five years, I'll sequence it. So I'll call you in the morning instead. <laughs> just to trick the system. Yeah. Just so he doesn't expect that it's at that time. Yeah. Uh, he said, what you been up to? And I said, well, you know, at the beginning of the lockdown, obviously it was like, oh God, it was like someone just ripped the legs off me and they ripped out my guts and all that was left was just a shell. And I, I, I'll never forget, I, uh, I pulled um, Dan, Dan Bear Park to those who don't know I'm referring to who's um, a business partner and I said Dan uh, I said um, you know me I'm always optimistic I said but uh, this is one of those where uh, you know I feel like how'd I put his best I feel like Muhammad Ali against Joe Frazier for those who are showing their age or I feel like Mike Tyson when he got beat by Buster Douglas or to those who are young Anthony Joshua when he got beat by Ruiz you yeah. know I feel like I've just taken an absolute boom and I need help, mate. I said, I'm trying to think. And he said, why are you calling me? <laughs> what? He doesn't know either. <laughs> so I haven't got any answers at all. He said, he said, don't worry about it. His words were, you know, F off. Yeah. And um, let's speak on Monday, as we always do, unless yeah. it's an emergency. Okay. It's all yeah. itself out. Yeah. So we spoke to each other on the Monday and we said, right, this is what we've got to do. Um, we've got to go away for a week or two, come back with just some crazy, crazy ideas as to what we can do in the meantime. But 
try and keep our minds um, thinking like, you know, tight on what people need. And what we did is we, we came back a, a week later and we hit upon the idea of face masks, um, what people needed, what yeah. they would actually need. It would mean doing a whole new education. So we humbled ourselves to learning um, and reading all the uh, uh, medical dossiers from the WHO, World Health Organization. Um, we then realized that the investment in PPE gear um, and becoming a broker in that was not only fraught with um, temperamental lines um, to becoming a, an approved supplier, but also at the same time, the trade routes to actually receive the product um, were really stressed um, because they would have to come in through destination points across Europe and such and such before they got access here. And also the entry points in terms of volumes were frightening. We were talking about a 200 grand investment initially. So we just backed up, we went, whoa. And then we said, right, okay, so we've got the education. We now know, you know, um, what an FFP2 and everything else all about, da, 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 da. And then a brainwave hit. A friend of mine is a several row educated tailor. So I said to Dan, uh, Dan, listen, why don't we get together with my friend? I said, and what we'll do is we will come together. We'll have a chat. Let's see what we can do. I've got this idea for creating tailored, you know, face masks, but the most comfortable ones that there are out there. But they're free ply. So they meet WHO recommendations, not one ply or two ply. They're washable, you know, at the WHO temperature. I said, so therefore they're sustainable as wow. well. I said, but also they're economical. So they're not out of price range because people initially were coming in like saying, get your, get your own um, uh, customized face mask um, or, uh, you know, a non-PPE one. And they were charging like 80, 90 quid, mm. 100 quid. And, and I was looking, I'm like, you're mad. It's not uh, feasible, is it? Yeah. No. And I said, but also let's underpin it with a narrative. So we're going to support um, things like good causes like buses for homeless. We're going to create something that has all of those elements that I just mentioned. We're going to, um, you know, use a team of guys, you know, that are tailors led by a several row educated tailor who we're bringing back to work, you know, because he was effectively retired. Yeah. And, but like everybody has seen his, over the years, his pension get hammered, particularly by the lockdown and the initial yeah. 10% yeah. Um, in investments. And um, it just all came together. And we then, having got all of those elements right, Joe, we, knowing that we had a great, 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 great product um, and we had a killer, killer range, we took the grant money, um, and the, not the grant money, sorry, the uh, uh, bounce back loan money, and we invested wisely in um, uh, the back areas, the online experience. So it was an experience that people would... Um, feel akin to when they go on to say like Selfridges and shop yes. yeah? yeah really important and so we employed a retail online expert um who uh like everybody timing was absolutely perfect because likewise she was maybe feeling you know um that okay I've got to make as much money as I can right now because yeah. you don't know never know what else so she was prepared to do the extra hours and everything just gravitated and came together. So it was about taking the most out of a situation and turning it into a positive. Yeah. And then GQ reviewed the masks and the fashion editor, Angelo Mitikos of GQ magazine, 
he reviewed, uh, uh, I think it was a total of about 88 face masks from brands like Gucci and Tommy Hilfiger and Stella and Nike and all these other great global brands. And there's our little Savile Row mask company. And in his words, he said, not our words, these are the most comfortable masks your face will ever experience. Amazing. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. That's what you want though, isn't it? What a great review. Literally, I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. And things were going great. And then Boris announced in early November that we were going into lockdown. So things have slowed down a little bit there. But the most important thing, well, three things. First off, in a 20 second nutshell, one, we, we created an experience that has led us to form relationships with um, a whole body of people from influencers to leading actors um, and celebrities, musicians, DJs, and everybody else um, who are endorsing our products, wearing our products, posting out there about our brand and everything else. So we've reconnected with, you know, those people who, they'll also, you know, um, they, 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 there's a lot of friendships that have been formed from now. Um, and you know, there's that. That's been a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful experience. Um, we've learned so many new skills. Secondly, is that we've created a system for when um, we start our events, Joe. We're able to do so in a manner without Savile Row masks affecting our event business because all the infrastructure was invested in. So when things restart and people now start going back out into the open, going back to work, going back to offices. You know, they're going to start thinking once again about the quality yeah. of their mask, their experience, because masks aren't going away for a long time. No, no, I was about to say, actually, because I think even with the live events that, that you know, we're, we're praying, we're praying yeah. it's going to be imminent. Um, yeah. I'm sure many people will still be wearing masks and feel more comfortable wearing masks in public, you know, Initially, scenarios. Yeah. Until we get the second jab, and I think it's then going to be a period of maybe five or six months after that, people are still going to be wary and not so sure. Will you ever get onto a train again without wearing a mask? It, I know, it's, it's a tricky one, isn't it? It is, isn't it? You know. Absolutely. Until people are satisfied that, you know, because um, it's going to be something we live with, and until they're satisfied the numbers are really, really low, then uh, people will never get on a morning-packed train without going, for the fear someone hasn't had an injection and they're coughing and spluttering, you know, you'll see all the faces and the heads go. So <laughs> I, um, I, I, I said the most yeah. important thing is we're going to start up in events again. Yes. Yeah. We've got Sorry, to be around. Too. Yeah. To make sure that we are there when it starts again. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. We took the monies and we invested them. That sustained us. Without that, we've yes. got to pack back. But without that, yep, we would have run dry. Yes. Yeah. And Absolutely. You, we've, you've not reinvented, but you found a new way, yeah. a new revenue stream to tick you along until events return. And, you know, that's yeah. admirable because a lot of people would have just, and, and you know, I'm, I'm not saying that the people that haven't done anything more, if there's anything wrong with that. But if I know you and Dan as I do, you know, yeah. you're doers, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? So you're doers, you're doing something, you've got to be, you know, um, out there. And, and, and that, you know, that's, that's important. It is we just don't get bored. We, um, so we, 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 we won't allow ourselves to get bored. I mean, no. I mean, um, and that's, that's why I, I'll tell you now that I don't know Dan's birthday and he doesn't know my birthday. <laughs> yeah. 
and we've been like real close mates for 20 years. And um, I think we've had one row um, in working together um, and the years that we've known each other, 20 odd years. And that was only when I, 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 I left the foot in when we were playing football on him. And uh, he walks home with a swollen ankle calling me, I'll see you next Tuesday all night. And uh, he meant it this time as well. And, uh, <laughs> but we, we, we just don't, we, we, we refused to sit down and just do nothing. We yeah. said, if we're going to go down, yeah, yeah, then let's go down. Doing something. You know, doing something. Yeah. Um, but let's make sure that what we're doing, we're actually gaining from. And um, I know uh, naturally your partner, anyone who's, anyone who's running a business or has done something would say, oh, right, okay. And then when they start seeing things come in to fruition, then they go, oh, that's, that's, that's good, that's good, it's moving, it's really good. And then when it starts slowing down, they start giving you the glance. Yeah. Um, I've had and, those a few times. This yeah. Year. <laughs> and it's at those moments when um, you have your team or the unit that you've got around you have got to, um, to stay tight, really, really tight, um, and, you know, contribute on what the direction is. And we know where we wanted to go with it, and that's so and so important. It really, really is because, um, you know, we've always been incredibly positive. And uh, coming back to where we now are going forward, um, it germinated because we saw that out of Savile Row masks and that experience of doing something totally alien, yeah, it's a retail online yeah. organization. I don't know anything about retail. I, um, the only my experience of retail, it, it started and it expired in working in Ravel's shoe shop in Stratford shopping centre <laughs> in December 1998. And I think I lasted about two Saturdays. <laughs> I don't know anything about online experience. I don't know anything well, about experience. You know, I, think, I think you've done such a fab job though, you know, and, you know, credit where credit's due. And um, what do you think what changes do you think we'll see in the hospitality and events industry? And again, it's a really broad question, isn't it? But what do you think we'll see more of in the shorter term, I guess? Um, I would say collaborations in a nutshell. What you've, um, I, 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 I said this in the early days, in late spring last year, uh, we were sitting down, we were having a brainstorm about where we see things evolving. Because back then at that point, we were looking at, everyone's getting high hopes that we were going to actually open for the summer if you recall yeah. it seems like a long long time ago and uh, was a long time ago <laughs> literally people were going we're going to the pub in the summer it's, yeah, it's going to be open again in july <laughs> um but i said then that um we're going to see a tragic culling of event management companies who aren't getting the support aren't getting the funding aren't getting access to government support for stupid reasons, company directors who are, you know, like myself, um, have not been getting, you know, uh, the support to be able to retain staff. That yeah. we have a team, you know, which is um, is, is highly, highly incentivized, you know, um, on commission structures. Yeah. Um, thankfully, they were able to get government support as individuals, yeah. but you've got companies who have got staff, you know, all on PAYE. And they're loaded up with, you know, fixed, effectively fixed liabilities. And they were seeing their cash reserves just decimated. Um, so what you've seen is um, with that culling, people aren't going to take those talents and those skills um, 
into, well, there'll be some that will take them into, and I've seen people that I know, and I'm really gutted that people have left the industry. People like Becky Payne, who used to be over at Park Plaza, um, you know, has left the industry. Um, she was so despondent about, you know, how she felt that, you know, she'd been treated. And, I, and, and that story's repeated. But there's, there, there are people that have, you know, I've seen start their own agencies. They've yeah. come together, they've collaborated, and like my like myself and Dan and the team that were around us, this you know the A team as we call it, the support unit. There are some people who fill the roles which I am not able through my skill sets or my weaknesses to fill. And people have in this beautiful age of, of communication at your fingertips, you know they're they're talking to each other. They're using things like Clubhouse. They're using other platforms. And they're realizing that, hey, you know, um, I can actually go out and I can, I can create the Beatles, maybe, or I can create the Rolling Stones. I can put my own band together. I think you're going to see a lot more collaborations. I think you're going to see um, that collective aspect. And I think that is going to put the heebie-jeebies up the established agencies, the big, big, big boys, because there's going to be a freshness of ideas and there's going to be a willingness from the corporate clients to try yes. you know, these new startups and these new bespoke agencies and they're going to realize that they've got a flexibility and a freshness and a vitality yeah. that some of the big 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 giants are, are stemmed by you know because they've got their template so yeah, I, yeah. I'm really looking there's nothing wrong to... with a bit of a shape of either is there there's no, nothing not wrong that gives you know can give and 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 a little bird told me that one of your mm. favorite quotes was hope is a good thing and yep. hope never dies yeah. I, would, I wonder if anyone will figure out where that comes from but i think that that epitomizes what we're talking about here is you know people have to have hope they have to have something to cling on to if what they're they're working with yeah. isn't available anymore then you look and you seek out yeah. what there is out there that can fulfill you know that need don't you and yeah um my 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 mantra has always been that anyone who knows me um and also um how would i put it best nutshell i just talk randomly um uh, hope is a good thing hope never dies um i was 19 years of age my wife um my thing was then my girlfriend at the time she told me that she was she told me she was pregnant um and I, I really didn't have a clue um you know I looked like I just was I was in the headlights I really truly was um but what I had was um optimism because like, I, I I always do and I had a sense of realism and perspective of what I had to do um work-wise I had to bring in the bacon um I knew the responsibility that was going to come with being a dad I was so excited but I thought we was talking about names and I went hope and Sam went Sam's my wife um and I said Sam hope is the name and I said it's pretty ironic I said because you're wearing a t-shirt right now I just realized by Rifat Osbeck the designer that was had an emblem on it and then I worked above it it had the word hope and Amazing. I said that is me all over anyone who knows me yeah yep yeah, um will tell you that uh you know I'm a comic fanatic I really, really am. I, I, my, I sometimes spend my spare time reading comics. I, I literally, I will listen to soundtracks all day long, which I think are fantastic for changing your mood and your yes. perspective. 
yeah. and making you feel, you know, euphoric, um, making you feel so elevated um, in spirit. And one of the, my favorite, you know, my, 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 oh, not one of my favorite, probably my favorite is the da, 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 da. to those who can't work that out, that's the Superman theme by John Williams. <laughs> and I play it all the time. My neighbors hate me sitting out in the car because I've got a, a killer subwoofer system. And if you've ever listened into the opening titles of Superman, the movie back in 1978 with Christopher Reeve, the bass levels on that are incredible. And I play it full whack. And uh, they're going to be glad when I move in a couple of months. But um, <laughs> it's you've got to have that, that you've got to find something um, that connects and pushes you and pulls you. And whether that is... Um, uh, a hobby or whether it is a piece of music or whether it is finding time to do something that um, makes you find that happy place and makes you come back at things in fifth gear yeah don't ever feel that you know oh people will maybe criticize you or look down on you or what have you um just go and do it because yeah. the reality yeah. is that you owe it to yourself to be in a happy, happy place. Yeah. And you owe it to yourself to achieve the, the goals or ambitions or target or state of nirvana that you're looking for. So, you know, find it. And that's my thing, um, as I say, and, I, and, I've, and I've always played it um, and I've always, I've always used it. Um, and I, I think that everybody deserves to deserve uh, everybody deserves to feel um, like a Marvel Avenger. I really do. Well, I think that's such. I mean, to me, I, for one, I didn't know you like comics, so that you know, that, I've yeah. learned to think every day is a school day, isn't it? But I, I think yeah. for, for me, um, it's such a strong message because so many people stick their head in the sand and yeah. think, oh, pe what if people don't like me, or what if, if what if I don't? You know, one of one of my questions actually was, what message of hope can you give to our audience? But I think that that epitomizes it for me and um, i want to find out a little bit more about um your involvement with the hospitality titans because i know that you are um one of the founding members of that and um, can you tell us a little bit more about that brilliant initiative because again yeah, so it's that's, a great initiative to to be involved in yeah so there's a lot of people in the industry that will be familiar with um a guy who in my eyes is an absolute legend um called liam liam norville um more familiar with him, I suppose, with um, uh, Cafe de Paris, um, where he used to do the, he used to host the celebrity nights on Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah. And uh, uh, I, um, Liam later left and he, he, he created his own agency called uh, Posh Cockney. Yeah. And then obviously the, 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 the lockdown hit. And like everybody, the call the following week was, um, you know, those three words it opened with, which were, what the, yeah, and I was, I said, yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> so I said, what's your ideas? And he said, ah, oh, he said, da, da. and then we got talking and I said to him, can I make a suggestion? Okay, what? I said, the next era that comes through has a, a, an opportunity to make a change. And I mean a real change. And that sounds like cliche ridden, but I mean a proper, proper change. I said, and I think that you've got the charisma to lead it from the front or be one of the beacons that lead from the front yeah and 
because there, there isn't a club owner in London um, that doesn't know Liam or a yeah. bar owner in the West End, you know, or city that doesn't know him. Um, restaurants, they all know him. I mean, he, he he's not just a, uh, you know, a very, very handsome person, may I say, but um, he's also incredibly charismatic and charming as well at the same time. He has great, great, great manners and grace. And uh, I said to him, you know, we need to spread some positivity and we need to, you know, bring people together, I feel. And I think that you can be somebody that can take all of these talents that are out there that are working on the hospitality scene, whether they be entertainers, et cetera, et cetera, and start bringing them back into a, a, a mold, a meld where, because you know me, I, I'm like Dan and like many others as well, but I'm, I'm a huge believer in networks and connections. Um, you know, I hate um, the excuse about, I'll, I'll just contact the person through the internet. Uh, or I have an internet relationship. It's I'm not like, quite the same, is it? You've got to have a conversation, don't you? It's not. Yeah. Um... And as, as event organisers, or indeed in, in just general business, if you want to make things move quicker, it's all about the relationship that you have. So there's nothing like that old chestnut press the flesh, although we'll have to do now with hand sanitizer, of course. So <laughs> I'd, um, I, I, I said to Liam, look, you know, if you're going to do something like that, please let me know. And he said, yeah, sure, absolutely. So he got together with a guy called Pete Walden, who many in the industry will know. And um, there, was a, there was a few other guys um, that I was then later introduced to who had formed the board. And uh, the, uh, I was then presented with Hospitality Titans, which in its spirit is um, there to promote, to nurture talent in the industry, to, to bring a bit more harmony to, to the game. Um, because... I mean, it's been rough over the last year and yeah. people need inspiration to bond people like Bostick in yeah. a sense. Yeah. yeah. And it's so important after the isolation that people have had and also um, as an organisation to promote independent businesses that are looking, you know, for investment. Yeah. And it's something which, as I said to him, um, it doesn't have a, a, a real representation um and the west end um and london but also beyond in those you know or beyond i said there, there's the opportunity you know here to to really re really promote the hospitality industry um and give it a hit you know a real hit and um the, the things that they've come up with um they try to make sure that it's you know accessible and entry level for everybody so yeah. it's not something that is okay to join you can be part of our membership if you can fork out ten thousand pounds um and yeah uh, we, we we said that that doesn't engineer access to the real vibrant talent pool that's out there and um that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to give a base for that talent to emerge and it's um i'm, I'm really looking forward to it because uh there are so many talented individuals and agencies that will emerge and of course um you know a lot of them are going to need you know that support um and that investment and it's there's, a, there's also a lot of people in the industry as we know who um are more than prepared to do that but there is no platform to do it no so, i think it's it's such a great initiative definitely yeah. so you know it's, it's great definitely like you say to be part of so 
before we before we leave you to it, tell us what's next for you, because I, I hear a little bird saying that you might be launching an exhibition sometime soon. Yes. What, what else have you got on your, what else have you got plans? Because I know okay. you, you never sit still and you're never quiet. So what? Tell, tell us a bit more about that. Okay, so we, um, as I, mean, I think I may have been alluding to earlier, we launched several row masks and we, that's Dan and I, um, we sat down and we said, okay, what's the plan for when we restart? Are we going to go back to just doing the same thing which we do very, very well with the 2020 event and bringing people together in that speed networking environment? Everybody needs those connections. Yeah. That's brilliant. Everybody is going to be clamoring to make sure they've got those face-to-face -face, um, connections with people now, those networks, in order to achieve their um, ultimate events and all that sort of stuff. Brilliant. Great, great, great. Um, but I said to him, um, I've got an itch. He said, what's that? I said, an exhibition. And he's went, no, 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 no. We're not doing exhibitions. And I said, no, 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 no. Listen to me. To which he went, no, you've told me about that one before. You know, we, we as a company. Well, it's, still, it's still an itch. <laughs> it's still an itch. And I said to him, but then, my, you know my thing. My thing is about creating themed events and, you know, creating them so everybody has, you know, uh, such an intimate experience um in keeping with what the theme is on the event and so whether it's the 2020s and the famous christmas parties or whether the theme is um, the 2020 conferences you know they'll, they'll have such an intimate experience like i think you've had you've had yourself on a number of oh, cases. definitely they're, i mean they're brilliant but um, so I I think, yeah your cool venues and your 2020 you know i've attended both and they're, they're great events definitely and that's exactly it and i just said to him i don't want to do a big large exhibition i said hey we don't have the resources of someone like mash media um you know i said so let's not even entertain going into that and producing it based on that model okay. let's do something really really radical yeah and let's create i've got this idea the sustainable event show oh, i love that so dan has gone okay all right yeah, I really and I said, there. And he went yeah, I'm here listening. You've got my attention because normally yeah. he just cuts, cuts me off um, when it's a crap idea. So I said, the idea is going to be based around um, absolutely reducing the carbon footprint down to zero on the event. Yeah. So it's going to be literally 80 or so um, suppliers who all practice, you know, sustainability, um, you know, to uh, on a as a major, major part of, of, you know, in terms of their operations, it's demonstrable. Um, and I said to him, what we'll have is a, like a, um, so you'll have venues there, you'll have anything to caterers, to coach companies and, you know, and da da da, -da and everything, but they've all got to be practicing sustainability, yeah, out there up front. And um, it's an emerging criteria um, over the years, but now, just before lockdown, it was there at the very, very top of corporate briefs and you know companies were losing uh what we would call cozy clients because they weren't fulfilling that criteria yeah. you know and they couldn't demonstrate the level of sustainability venues were losing um clients event, events which normally they would secure because they weren't demonstrating it the likes of virgin were saying look if you can't um you know demonstrate that then we're out of here. You know, we're going to go somewhere else because we've got a criteria that we've got to fulfil. Yeah. Now, 
I said to them, what we'll do, my idea is that, you know, we'll create something which is, is really, really cozy, really intimate. It's got a theme. People know what they're looking for. We're not looking to appeal to the whole of the industry. We're only looking yeah, to target those individuals for whose sustainability is the key factor. We're going to have a big waiting list. <laughs> 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 and, it's top on everybody's agenda. You're going to be busy with that. Um, I, I think it's, it's a one day event. That's the problem. <laughs> And I, you know what, honestly, 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 Joe, I just, I, I don't like creating things that don't have um, a resonance. Uh, I, I like to, um, as my mum said, you always like to please people. And I, I met a, a really good business partner in Dan, who also thinks the same way. So the key for three things, you know, when you launch any business is a, your product's got to have a certainty level of 10, you know, so it's like, this is the best thing that's ever entered my life. It hits all my needs. It's taken away all the pain. The second thing, of course, is obviously um, about the organisation that you, you know, that the product is, you know, uh, created by. And they've got to be flawless. I mean, they've got to be impeccable. And one of our things has always been that you don't allow anything to be, you know, staining or whatever. You can't do it. And in 18 years of working, you know, that's been absolutely boom, clean as a whistle. The last one is obviously the rapport, your, per, your own individual personality. So um, we're only a small company and people see myself and Dan out front rather than, you, you know, you go to other events and you see the bosses, they're usually tucked away somewhere or what have you. Um, but you see us where they're serving cups of tea and coffee. Um, and that's because we like to please people and with the sustainable event show i felt that if we create something on that scale it it allows us to actually um to keep a tight rein on the experience yeah. as well and we're going to make it entry level affordable for everybody in reflection of the current economic client so it's not scaring anybody or deterring anybody we know that um there, there is going to be you know some sort of restrictions on some sort of in certain places more than you probably ever realize um so that you know and everything else i'm really looking forward to it because it's a whole new thing i've never done exhibitions well, yeah, but, it, but, but it, it's aligned with your business as well there isn't it so whilst the the like you say whilst Savile Row masters a great experience it, it wasn't it was so detached from what your you know yeah. your events business does whereas this still is more vertical of, yeah yeah, yeah. So it's great to have, and it sounds really exciting. I, I can't wait to hear more about it, but you've been such a great guest. I could talk to you for hours and hours, um, and I'm sure the audience will have enjoyed it as well. Um, but thanks ever so much for your time. And oh, um, I've got one question. I've got one oh, yeah. answer. Yeah, go on. One answer. Yeah. Um, uh, on your LinkedIn yeah. post, um, Dan Bear Park asked, <laughs> uh, when was that photo taken? When was that photo taken? Yes. Let's put it this way. It was taken after Photoshop was invented. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yes. For, that, for those listening, I did put, if anyone had got any questions, and Dan, Dan piped up, didn't he, and said, ask him when that photo was taken. I wasn't yeah. going to ask it, because I thought, you know, I'm, I'm quite polite. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've been great. Thanks ever so much for your time, Wesley. Really appreciate you, it. And wish you every success everything um, and and you do. you do share the links with us we'll share share with the audience so they can all get involved as well 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll make sure the guys from uh, Hospitality Titans also sharing. Absolutely. Um, that's the key thing right now, and um, making sure that everybody is supporting each other. Yeah. And as like you said at the very, very first question, you you know you're doing a lot of editorial for people. Da, 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 da. You've really kept you know pump, pumping stories out, positive stuff, positive yeah. news, and um, and also campaigning as well when things need to be said. Absolutely. And out front, yeah, you, you haven't know. been silent at all. Like, um, it's so important, isn't it, in the industry? Yeah, so yeah. important, and, and and this really, 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 really is so. Going forward, um, uh, uh, I just want to, you know, just say that companies have organisations, individuals. Um, it's so important uh, to just be supporting those who are around you. If you've got a friend who's an entertainer, um, whether they're a foot juggler or whatever, an aerial acrobat, yeah. don't just look at their post and go, oh, right, yeah. You know, like it, love it, yeah. comment on it. Share, share it, it. Yeah, yeah that's it yeah it's so support, important yeah, it really people, really yeah. is you might be tired and bored but can you imagine you know the efforts yeah. that are made by those individuals yeah and it's it's just so important to us all because um you know we we're all forging and we're all trying to achieve one goal um which is to just get done what we've you know we set out to do yeah. get the job done but it's a tough way it's a, it's a tough old bloody route to get there and I just think that um, we can learn one thing from this, and that is that, and uh, you know, that you just support and share. There's, there's nothing. There's n it's it's free. It is free. That no, there's no cost, and and also to be kind to people yeah. as well. It's so important. But you you you've been great. So thank you for yeah. being a brilliant guest, and um, right. I'm sure we'll have you on at some point soon. But yeah, Anytime. get down. Right. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers, darling. Take care. Thank you so much, Wesley, for taking the time to speak to me today. Really found it enjoyable. And I know many people, um, not only from the hospitality and events industry, but in the business community will have found it really interesting. Um, also wish you every success with all of your future endeavors. And we will pop all of the relevant links um, so people can find out more about you and all of your fantastic organizations and businesses. If you're enjoying this season of Sheer Business Inspiration, please do subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are also on social media, so please follow or like us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter and Pinterest. And our next guest, we're really excited to speak to Mark Wilkinson. And um, he's come from such a different backgrounds um, from being a famous DJ and resident at the Ministry of Sound in London um, playing music in 65 different countries across the world and achieving a UK top 10 hit. He's now also a 
multiple business owner, a coach, a motivational speaker and author and we really are looking forward to finding out more information about his journey to date. Um, so if you do have any questions please do let us know and we hope you enjoy it. We'll um, hopefully be sharing that with you soon and in the meantime